0: But he'll what
1: talk. talk but
0: he'll talk to you like a pimp. But like he's like got the longest tenure in marriage and be asking basic shit. Out
1: right.
0: he of hey, like,
2: You've been married twenty years. Don't. You? I about to say I think we damn is still in school. Right. Right. hey he was
0: in school. Hey, man my so, wife. Like, my wife about to go get her nails done, and she asked me if I had twenty dollars. Should I do it? Mm, seven, yeah, give me some fucking money. <laughs> like what the fuck you asking me for? Like shit's not a fucking life or death decision. Does <laughs>
3: that nigga like talk to text? like that nigga should be riddled with typos and like <laughs> like fucking grammar issues and shit but it's always it's not like that nigga like does it every once in a while every time i read that nigga's shit on group me i'd be like damn, what's this nigga be doing <laughs>
2: home with you and do the bang, bang, bang. Just say to this chef, something like this yeah. yeah, boy! Welcome to with all due respect. This is Chef. As always, when listen to our podcast, be sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us a like on SoundCloud. Add us to your library on Spotify and check us out on iHeartRadio app. Uh,
1: this is episode 83.
0: Jimmy? You know well with the white voice, what up?
1: Five thousand North South Florida.
0: It's your boy J Joe,
3: Laker
1: Yellow Rory.
3: Laker, yellow bins. It's hard to say when you've been drinking. <laughs>
2: I don't think I've heard that song, but that's what's up. Oh, they
1: that that came out the best of me freestyle, didn't
3: Yep. Thank you. Somebody's TV is on. I can hear it in the background, That's why. Oh, snap. I think that's me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, right, So who you waving at? <laughs>
3: right. And whisper it. Turn the TV down. They
2: can hear I it. didn't whisper anything.
3: They can hear Turn
2: the goddamn TV down. I don't. I fucking, I done told your fucking ass about that shit already. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, we're going to start this. Sound like a guilty digger. Right.
1: Well, <laughs> y'all niggas <make> crazy. <laughs> right. Uh,
2: boy, I tell you. But, exactly. um, but, but um, we're going to start off with um, some somber news. So this morning, um, uh, the, across the news, we found out that uh, John Witherspoon passed away at 77. John Witherspoon, also known as Pops Granddad, Um everything in between um, from shows, from boomerang films, TV shows, the boondocks, uh, Icon um, passed away uh, today. So, um, you know, definitely condolences sent to his family. I know I saw a post from his son (coughs) this afternoon that was really, you know, beautiful. Um, Apparently, I mean, you could see the energy, you know, on the internet and, and and I mean all your social media, everyone was posting images and popular scenes and things of that nature. So um, definitely rest in peace to um that legend. Um,
3: yeah I thought,
1: you, I thought you was gonna throw it up like what do you um, <laughs> what do you remember yeah. about Pops?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, uh but definitely man, John Weathers uh, you know at least uh in my age bracket you know when you first introduce to him you think of him kind of as like a big character or whatever but then you realize as time went on that he was really like legendary in his own regard and um I remember he came to Jacksonville one time he's actually ironically I'm not supposed to be coming to Jacksonville this weekend oh, um, and uh he came down here to one of the comedy clubs and I went and saw him and it was like I mean I, I haven't been to a whole bunch of comedy shows, but that was definitely probably the best one that I've been to. And um dude was like super entertaining. Uh He did like a long set, did like an encore, hung out afterwards, took pictures, signed autographs, all that stuff like he's, you know, he appeared to be real cool and down to earth. So <clears throat> definitely, um, you know, bad, bad news to wake up to today, but for us, John, school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny when a nigga about to jump in and you like you can hear like the the pre talked <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah yeah man so
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 no nah, man so uh, <laughs> see that rest <laughs> in heaven you know what i'm saying well people always say they rest in heaven and they don't even know how people live their life but anyway rest in peace um but yeah john witherspoon is a is a legend man he's been in some of the, the greatest uh, movies and shows uh, for example you know Friday and he's been in Boomerang and he played you know the granddad on uh, Boondocks which is sad because I think Boondocks is having a not a reboot but you know coming back out so I don't know how they're going to do that without with, with Granddad um, which is you know a selfish reason um, but yeah, I mean, I like them and shit like the the Wams Brothers, uh, which is a definitely an underrated uh, sitcom. So man, I I remember maybe a year a year or two ago I was listening to something, and they were talking about man they need to give John Witherspoon his roses while he's still alive. And I know it was a lot of talk about that, but I don't know if he was ever acknowledged at a BET award or anything like that. Um, I'd have to do some research, but. He definitely deserves it, man. He, I mean, he's been a part of a lot of uh, our our growing up. And, you know, it, shit, he had been in music videos. He was in Jay-Z's, uh, whatever that song was when they do that. Um, but, yeah, man, he'll be missed. Uh, do we know what he died of? Was he sick?
1: I, mean, I think he just died uh, of I don't think so. Oh, like I said, he was should... on tour. He was supposed to be
3: here. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was touring heavy.
2: He was in Orlando a few months ago. So I think he was pretty much always working.
1: Yeah, it was my understanding that he was not sick. Like, it was kind of abrupt. Man.
3: So, yeah, you could tell he was a man of the people, too, because it seemed like everybody took a picture with him but me. He's one of those pictures. Like, how everybody got a picture with Obama but me. Right. Uh, I noticed so, that. Right. So, yeah, that's sad, but, you know. Okay, so,
2: you know, let's go around. What's your favorite
3: uh, scene from him?
0: I, I have a favorite. Sprung. Yeah sprung the uh the scene where they're in the lineup like number five. Grab your dick, rub it in a circular motion like you're trying to please yourself. And say
2: <laughs> he was in sprung, I do he was in sprung Yeah, he
0: was the uh he was the d- the detective working the uh the lineup room. Yeah.
2: Hey boy
0: that's shit oldest one okay. Do it number five before I send number four in there with you. <laughs> that, that shit was hilarious, man. That was that's like my favorite scene. I'ma go watch that shit this weekend
1: my my favorite scene was uh Friday when um when he encounters Craig in the kitchen um getting something to eat or whatever because now being older and being a dad myself kind of like, man, fuck, your ass ain't putting nothing on these groceries, but yet, here we are again. Right. And he actually was about to waste the food if he was to put some water on that damn shit. He, that you shit, you that get, shit came from so his heart. You can't, right, you can't, you, you get so pissed off you can't even cut straight. You know what I'm mean? saying? So, that's, uh, that's probably my favorite.
3: Uh, I'm going to say, I'm not going to go favorite scene, but I really liked him on the Wayans, the, the Wayans brother show, man. Like, he, he, I think he showed a lot of his comedic <clears throat> genius and, like, all the shit that he did, like, in movies and other shows. I feel like he had years to, you know, do it there with the white shoes and the dancing and the yittity. And yeah. they just like to have, like, real—he looked like he was having uh, genuine fun on that show. So, uh, I fucks with that.
2: Uh, my favorite scene was probably from Vampire in Brooklyn. I posted it earlier today. <laughs> But the scene where he saw um, saw the werewolf, and he's talking about how he was with a a woman, and he pulled in Detroit, and she pulled a flippity flop on him, because she ended up being a man. Uh, That shit was hilarious. Like the nigga, he so he did the scene with Alan Payne, and that nigga couldn't even hold back the laughter. So that shit was hilarious. Like I had to watch that shit a few times. I was laughing. Uh, like, cry laughing this morning over that shit. I forgot how funny it
0: was. It's crazy you mentioned Vampire Brooklyn because I forgot he was even in that. Like, that motherfucker is literally, like, the Devin the Dude. In He's like the Devin the Dude of acting. Like, I didn't even... I forgot you was on that track. Like, you was in that bitch. I forgot. Like, that motherfucker's in everything. Oh. Uh, Somebody, somebody's to Vampire gonna, Vampire somebody's gonna
3: run down that IDB uh, list and niggas will be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, that nigga was in everything, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean that
2: scene
0: in Boomerang is like his biggest one, low key. With the with that bang, the bang 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 and all of that and the coordinate yeah thing, yeah all that. Coordinate, yeah that, yeah that's gonna be
1: most people's favorite. But you uh, you just said he was like the Devin the Dude of acting, <clears throat> and that was pretty interesting because um, this weekend I was having a conversation with some folks about Devin the dude, and somebody was not really either they were not familiar with him or. They couldn't understand why a couple of us said, like, Devin the Dude was one of our top five favorite rappers. Not necessarily that he was top five of all time, but top five our favorite. And uh, we was like, yeah, Dude is, like, kind of underappreciated and under the radar. He got, like, features and stuff. His own stuff is sweet. <clears throat> and then I actually uh, got a chance to meet Devin the Dude this weekend. So that was pretty interesting.
3: So yeah, he's definitely one of my top five favorite rappers.
1: Right. Uh, I think how, if you do, know how, how, him, how, how did that go? You meet you. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, oh it was just like uh cool like he's actually uh related by marriage to one of the homies. So he just pulled up to the spot we was at. And I was like, What's up? <laughs> so How high whatever, were you? I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. You didn't
3: smoke with Devin to do with it? That's like should be like your top three No, 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 no,
1: We we was out in public. We was out in public. Couldn't uh couldn't smoke, but yeah.
3: It was it was still a cool meeting, nevertheless. Did you tell him he was one of your top five favorite
0: rappers?
1: Oh, yeah. I told him I was a big fan of his work. I ain't getting into all of that, about top top five and all of that. But, yeah. I'll see him again. We can uh, can discuss rankings next time. Right on. So, um,
2: speaking of rankings, um, Kanye West um, is in some people's top whatever. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not mine so much. I'm not going to speak for y'all, obviously. But he did um, introduce... What the hell? He introduced a gospel album uh, this past Friday, and um, wanted to see what y'all thought about. It. Has anyone listened to it? Nope, I didn't.
0: You look like okay. you supposed to have like a bonnet on or something, or like a headscarf. i it was my right, <laughs> so,
3: so first off, I, didn't nobody. So the resident young nigga just popped <laughs> in to uh, the podcast. Like, young nigga's always late. Nah, nigga, but how'd you get in here? Like, who left the door
1: open? Right. Like, you did. <laughs> I made yeah, I mean, no earlier. You added him, but it don't, it don't new, expire. It's it don't expire? Don't man. go away. Because <laughs> right. remember that one time we had, like, one, well, we probably had, like, seven or eight people on. might have been a polygamy episode or something. And we were
2: talking and about then, them. Three
1: episodes. And then we was, like, talking, but then, like, it was still, like, open for them, and then somebody, like, popped back in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we
0: started yeah. making new comments that was definitely the polyamorous episode because we were talking about him and they was like we still here it's
1: like, <laughs> yeah. oh. it's like oh oh shit
0: that's embarrassing for everybody it was good stuff so we were talking good stuff about him being nasty and not bad stuff about him being nasty
3: yeah, we still need to do another nasty episode that should be We'd coming do. up so we do so what's up uh resident young young nigga you listen to the uh. kanye album
4: yeah, man, I actually He's like. From it. Chicago. So I agree with y'all. F- yeah, so resident young nigga is from Chicago, born and raised. Um, so I agree with y'all at first, as far as being kind of critical, at least about him. I think honestly, um, after giving it a listen, having some dialect about it, I'm giving it uh, an opportunity because. Hey. It's-
0: Hey, I, 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 i'm just with hey, with the D, i just i just so want it you to switch like about it. i just want you to switch the camera angle because the way that your hair is you look like you got a sherman hemsley so oh, it's no, fucking with man. me
1: it's coming <laughs> hey whatever you did made it work
0: right yeah. all i see is, is the shit on the sides He's and like, down on the top Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay no but so after listening to
4: the album like One, um, I appreciate that not having any uh, vulgar dialect in it as far as like the language and stuff. Uh, It was a gospel album, truly. And then I was looking at it. So I know a lot of people are being hypocritical of him because they like how you go from this extreme to that extreme. But it was an interview in which, and I agree with him, one. One, Mm -hmm. which we've already stated before, you all have stated on the podcast, you can't give Kanye more stage presence than what he deserves. He's an artist, so anything he does outside of music, you can't give him you know more vocal capability than what it is because that's not why he's on the platform he is it's for music so with that being said if you were to use whatever platform you had in which it, in his case he was saying i realized that i was using my gift which is music incorrectly so if i'm going to embrace this whole new journey then i have to use my gift correctly which means the only way i can do it is through music which i understood because if he tries to write a book, everybody would be like, Well, I don't fuck with Kanye for his writing ability, so I'm not going to read his book. But I fuck with him for his music. So if he's got a message, his best way to get it across is via music. So with that being said, I gave it an unbiased listen, and I actually like it. Like, I don't know if y'all rock with it, but that uh, Clothes on Sunday, that go crazy. That yeah. Hands on, go crazy. That uh, uses gospel, he put Kenny G at the end of that. I don't know how many people are are musically uh, using both their ears, but if you know who Kenny G is, or if you've ever been around any black family around Christmas time and heard the music, it's Kenny G. So I I had to give mad props off that. And it's a powerful little riff he does at the end. So I definitely felt like the music. I felt the music. I don't know how y'all felt about it.
0: So uh, the resident young nigga, I don't know how we can call you the resident young nigga and you're like a huge Kenny G fan. Like that's kind (laughs) of contradictory. Right.
1: It was also funny, though, because young niggas always feel like they're putting niggas up on something. Right. Like, it's two saxophonists on this fucking podcast, and you're talking about I don't know if niggas right. know about Key D or not. No, I wasn't <laughs> talking a- y'all,
0: per se. I'm talking about, like, the
4: listeners. Because somebody's
0: going to be like, I don't know if y'all niggas know about Key Sweat, but there's a nigga named Key Sweat. You know, he do some singing. And
2: as a saxophonist, most saxophones ain't going to really... Like Kenny G's like that nigga like that most most of us.
4: Christmas time,
0: y'all don't fuck with Kenny G. Damn. How no. about Don't he pay the Sissy saxophone anyway?
4: No. No, no. Y'all don't love y'all don't love Songbird. That's not a great song, y'all.
0: No. Yeah,
3: man. Yeah, man.
0: Kenny G <laughs> Kenny my... G is not on the agenda.
4: That was a good thing. Hey man, I fuck <laughs> with my mama fuck with Kenny G tough, man. Thank you. So. Thank
3: you. Kenny G Earl. Pat Mathenny group. Like, shit like that, yeah. Oh, that, Pat McFinney, I, I, you're, 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 okay, okay, they straight, though. He's okay,
4: I like that.
3: all right, uh, I'll I, I give my take before y'all niggas rip it to Um. Uh, so, I told y'all before, I'm a man of the cloth, you know what I'm saying? Both my parents deacons. So, um, anything that'll bring people closer to God, uh, I mess with, you know what I'm saying? Um. Sometimes you gotta look past the messenger to get the message, and I feel like I've been around throughout, like going to like Bible camps and stuff, around people that can't listen to secular music. Like they can only listen to their parents, are so only let them listen to gospel. So at least Kanye is giving you something with some like eight oh eights and some, you know, what I'm saying like lyrics and at least something you can rap to. So I feel good for all those kids that. Growing up in those households where their mama won't let them listen to the radio. So uh, that's one thing. Um, I still don't really fuck with Kanye like that, like I used to, you know what I'm saying? So uh, let me just put that out there because I was a big Kanye fan, you know. But, I mean, if he's really trying to do something. Like, I can't judge a nigga's intention, you know what I'm saying, what his intent is. So I can't say, oh, this nigga just doing this for the money. He's just doing this for X, Y, Z, because that's not me. I mean, that's like when one of your friends are like, oh, uh, yeah, man, I'm trying to uh, give up drinking for like, or, oh, bitch-ass nigga, you sober tooth tiger ass nigga. <laughs> you know, like, when niggas try to do right, y'all, got a whole bunch of niggas yeah. tra- behind
4: you talking talk like and he said that in like, one of did. the tracks. Like, the first people that's going to get on me is the Christians.
3: All right, so so like I said, I I haven't listened to it all the way through because you have to be in a certain space. Like I I think I have to listen to it on a Sunday because I tried to just listen to it on like a Thursday and I got to like three songs like oh, I'll just wait till Sunday to listen to this and try to get filled with the spirit. So that's my take.
2: So uh I listened to the album and and to be honest, I was looking forward to it. I think I said in the previous podcast that I was looking forward to hearing his album because, um, I enjoy the Sunday services. Like, I, I watched a few of them and I was like, oh, this is really, this is actually really good. So I was looking forward to it because I thought it was going to be more along the lines of that. I think the only, I think track one had the full choir. I was excited. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, this is dope. And then after that, it was just more, more, more so just, um, gospel rapping. Now, and here's the thing. I have no problem with gospel rap. But if you listen to like the craze of the world, like his lyric, his lyrics are, are have some depth to them. You know what I'm saying? Like I could feel what he's saying because the the lyrics are so powerful. Because I mean it's rap, so you have to focus more on the the lyrical <laughs> content than um, against more so than the music. <clears throat> and I think the music was good. I think Kanye, you know, produced some great tracks that sound good sonically. But as far as what he was saying, it wasn't really hitting me. You know what I'm saying? Also, the songs were extremely short. Like the songs were like around two minutes average, like two minutes, two fit, two minute, two fifteen. I think the longest one I remember was like about three fifteen, maybe. I might don't quote me. A little over three minutes. But the songs were short. Now, I am a traditionalist. I was a musician at the church from age fourteen to age twenty two. I I'm I'm in this, and. A gospel song ain't supposed to be two minutes. A gospel song is supposed to be at least, at least twelve minutes, twelve, thirteen, <laughs> twelve, thirteen minutes. I mean, cause you got the whole, you got the build up, you got the song itself, you got the the um the bridge. Take it to the bridge. You got the refrain. You got the testimony. Somebody gotta give a testimony. You
1: let it dry out. Yeah, let it die too.
2: Somebody gotta cry a little bit too. Like, mm-hmm. are you gonna cry over it?
1: <laughs> My mama.
2: Also featured the the part where she just shouts and runs up and down the hall, um, the aisle of the church. Shout out to my mama. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that part of it too. I didn't get that energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not to say it's right or wrong. I mean, I, I don't I'm not gonna question his motives because, like you said, J. Joe. I mean, I don't know, and I'm not gonna speak to that. I'm speaking solely to the music, and it's, it's you could you could not like gospel. You could boo gospel. You could go to Apollo and boo the gospel singer if it ain't good. Um. So with that said. I just wasn't really feeling it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Like, especially, like, you're supposed to let, like, the percussionist get off a little bit. Like, the nigga on the guitar, nigga on the the organist, like, they gotta get off a little bit. The songs were way too short. And I think he knows better, because he's done that in previous albums. Like, if you, I mean, what was it? Uh, my, my Dark Twisted Fantasy wasn't even a, that wasn't even a gospel album. But he was letting the musicians get off on them tracks so i don't know why that didn't translate into the gospel album where you know he let the musicians do their thing yeah man so I, and i don't know
2: what he's gonna do next with it i don't know if it's like gonna be a thing because he yeah because he snoop dogg album
4: so no, he's he he on for, for <laughs> christmas he's doing jesus is born he's releasing another album for christmas oh no <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tell us how you, really, you really feel. Do better.
3: <laughs> Listen, and for
1: all and for all choir
3: directors out there, if y'all are singing, uh, he is wonderful in your choir, and you don't kill the music and let it go uh, a cappella and let the sopranos get off, you a shit ass choir director, man. Mm-hmm. I went to some church and they didn't kill the music; they just went the. They just went through it with the music and didn't ever kill the music. And I was like, come on. You ain't going to get the, he is wonderful. <laughs> we ain't getting none of that. So, I mean, talk to y'all choir directors, man. You got to let that breathe. Speaking of letting shit breathe. Yeah, yeah, man. So, um, you know, we'll <laughs> we'll see
2: how, how the, that really fucked me up. I can't believe you're doing Christmas album. Okay. But speaking of letting it breathe, um, Pastor Wilson now we didn't have an episode last week. I didn't remind y'all that of that, but you know we didn't. And we and this was a very important story
3: in the in the um in the nigga But
1: What happened to like, this year?
3: For the rest of the year, was it would go back to back to back to back. I never agreed to that.
2: He I mean, none said of us could,
3: none of us did. But I mean, Chef oh. promised people. So
2: I not make no promise. I said we were gonna do it, but I wasn't like I promise we're gonna do it. Then <laughs> <laughs> you say.
3: I never make a promise that I can keep. But we can run the tape back. I'm pretty sure you say that. I, oh shit, I did. Anyway, go ahead. What you say? The pastor wasn't breathing <laughs> while he was eating pussy. What would you say? So,
2: Pastor Wilson is a is a pastor in Texarkana, Texas. Never been there, but it must be a nice place. Anyway, there was a video posted of one of his parishioners, um, and he was uh, performing cunnilingus upon her. Uh, and then you know it went viral. Now people try to say he was married. He's not married. He's he, he just uh, a pastor loves um, big women and and eating them out. And nothing wrong with that. I don't think. Uh, what y'all think about the technique? Uh, the, the the build up. What y'all think about Pastor Wilson's actions?
0: So <laughs> all right. So, right. so, so beh- oh, yeah. since now I got a question. Oh, it's actually, ahead for, ahead it's, ahead. actually for, it's actually for you, Jojo. So what's yeah. the? Is there a biblical? negative portion about eating pussy, is there anything biblical that makes the act of eating pussy a sin or something? It's pussy pork? It is not. <laughs> it is not.
3: It is a. is a fish is a fish's coochie sushi.
1: What's the shit?
3: Is a fish's coochie sushi? Uh not not that I mean I mean if he wasn't married to the woman, I don't think he's supposed to be eating a pussy, but I mean, hey but anyway, go ahead. So, no, I don't, hey, I, don't have, I don't have a verse. Okay, so... Said, if it, if, I said if you're not married to the woman, you ain't supposed to be eating no pussy. According you to the Bible. That. I mean, according really? to the Bible. Biblically, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Adultery and fornication and all types of
0: shit. But go ahead. Okay, so for me, if there's no Bible verse that says thou shalt not eat pussy and X, Y, Z, unless you're married and all this type of stuff, we're just discussing regular old fast on adultery. It doesn't matter if he was eating pussy, hitting it from the back fucking just regular missionary. It really doesn't matter what the act was. So
1: Yeah, the adultery is a Yeah, him... up, though, now. Why, why would it be... like? It's kind of funny that it's called missionary.
0: Christian's frowning
1: funny. And it was also funny because I'm telling you right now, it probably don't say pussy nowhere in the Bible. So you're like, nowhere. there's not a verse that says, <laughs>
0: do so not, you not don't pussy. <laughs> hey man, it's not. It's I'm, not just, I'm just. I'm just. Hey boy, there's a whole lot of what is it songs? They got
3: the new international version. Like they have different editions, so it might be in there by now. Well, where? My generation
0: it. There's a whole lot of but shit in what 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 book is? It? What are they talking about mixing your linens and shit like that? I'm like old oh, time
1: yeah. <laughs> I actually, uh, my cousin be watching this nigga um, on YouTube. And I forgot what verse that is. I feel like it's in Deuteronomy somewhere.
0: Yeah, like you can't mix, mix your, your lemons. Like I mean, not lemons. What a ding that you can't ding your so you can't mix your linens. You can't eat like you can't eat shellfish and all of that. Whatever whatever that rule book is has a whole bunch of shit that I may not know them all. So that's why I asked. I'm pretty sure eating
1: those oh, niggas going out. to hell. Oh I yeah. I'm about to say though. I mean, with that particular uh, list of stuff that you talking about, niggas done broke all the rest of them bitches. Yeah. Ain't oh, Jacksonville, right Jacksonville,
0: Jacksonville, Jacksonville like, is oh, Sodom I'm and Gomorrah off of the shelf and shit alone.
1: Yeah, niggas eating shrimp, crab, <laughs> catfish because they ain't supposed to be like you bottom crab feeders. I
3: think a mullet, <laughs> eats under
0: the under the, the bed of the, <laughs> of, the,
3: of, the, of the lake. Mullet Yeah.
0: No. So don't eat mullet. Don't eat mullet. Is in in. Do the ride of me somewhere? Somewhere. Oh,
1: well.
0: Cod, Ready you good with cod?
1: Letty wrote on this what? this pastor that I'm talking about. I gotta, I'm gonna text my cousin right now. Hopefully he responds quick. But this nigga, uh, he brought out like a mannequin and everything. He say women ain't supposed to wear lipstick. Oh, uh, it's something about quote unquote painting your face like you ain't supposed to wear. Makeup like bro is on one.
0: Dog, no, it's like new books of the Bible come out every thirty days because there's always some new shit. Like there's a new to be edition. Honest, like there's
4: a lot I'm missing, so it's very true. You know, oh, we're that's talking about
0: like, a conspiracy what? episode? Dead Oh yeah, we gotta have uh, the na- <laughs> the neighbor on for that episode. But
3: all right, so my issue, my issues, not my issues, but what I thought was interesting about the whole Pastor Wilson situation. So first, my first thing was it was really turning chicks on watching them eat that pussy like they were for real getting turned on by that because i was asking a few of my female friends i said did that turn you on she was like i mean he
0: was eating that pussy so hey, i mean oh yeah, i
3: gotta i got like i got a little moist blah 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 so that was that nasty. hey i'm just first of all you know your friends nasty they right anyway we'll get on that um <laughs> but love. um oh so so yeah so that was the first thing so he was really turning uh, chicks on with the pussy. The second thing was um, it was really crazy how many niggas were like trying to diss and they like oh, that nigga ain't doing and they ain't doing the the swirly twirl with his tongue and all this other shit and like niggas just are like haters like who first of all it's a it's a dude eating pussy so who are you to. Critique his fucking pussy eating. Like you know, the, crabs in the barrel.
1: But that, oh, that shit looked weak. Like I don't, don't think it was hating though. I don't think it was hating. I think that was an indirect shot shooting. Like, yeah, oh, this nigga niggas can't. talking about. It I, know, I be, could do that. Yeah. I could do it too. I, I, I that's it's, it
4: that's dirt, it's still dirty. It's dirty man. game. It's dirty. Yeah, yeah it's dirty,
3: dirty macking. Like oh, that nigga can't eat no. Piss. But that's
4: one of niggas' go-to moves. Some niggas just tap you on your shoulder when you look to left, he hop on the right. Girl, like, right, some niggas, that's, that's just they, they move, so you got some Ron Artest niggas in the industry
0: now. Lil' <laughs> Fizz ass news?
4: Right. <laughs> 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 you got some niggas. Future, Future took Sierra from Bow Wow and then turned around and got his baby mama pregnant. It's some fucked up niggas on
0: there. Well, I mean, I don't know if that counts. I mean, that's fucked up. I you know this nigga Ryan. I'm not calling you the resident young nigga no more. i just call you Ryan. But uh, yeah. Okay. You know that nigga's old. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. It's too many syllables to say the resident young nigga every fucking time. So
2: the thing is, my cousin posted this. Um, he posted this video uh, to me yesterday of this pastor at a funeral. <coughs> and the pastor was, wasn't really like eulogizing the dead. The whole, the whole, I think it was like five minutes, he's talking about how fine... The women are in the audience, and how you don't
3: know have yeah, that clip. I have it, I'll send it. The, no, I saw it. I'm saying for the people that are listening, so they can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, let me um,
2: let me send it over, but yeah, so he, he's basically,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll send that right over, JJ. Thanks.
2: Like. <laughs> but basically, he's talking about how um, he loved to get a piece of all the women in the audience, and so I feel like Pastor Wilson has started a a bad precedent. What's that? Like, he's, like I mean, it's cool. I mean, I understand pastors are people, too. And they got needs like the next man. But I feel like they, like, a little bit too bold. Like, it's improper to be at a funeral threatening all these young women with his dick. Like, it's not cool. Like, this nigga, like, 60-something years old, and he trying to get his pastor Wilson on.
0: I, I pastor's, think, honestly, pastor's been dang. fucking the congregation since the congregation.
2: They have.
1: But
4: they kept that shit. Under
1: but that
0: was
4: a that was a privacy to it. Yeah, that was a privacy. No, and I think we just live in an age right, right, where right. don't nobody care about nothing.
1: No, we live in an age where people got camera phones and shit. Pastor's been fucking parishioners right forever. Like, a
2: pastor wanted to be on that video. That girl was videotaping, did a POV on my nigga.
3: Can we talk about how fucked up she is
4: though? Oh yeah, yeah we sure, can't shoot way out of bounds. Yeah, you a demon. You getting hair from a pastor?
0: No, that's Ooh, not what right. I'm talking
1: about. Hey, no, not that she, she part. <laughs> no, I mean, so now you're basically saying you can't fuck with a the chick, they go to church. I mean, what are you no, no, That's, no, no, that's, no. The best that's what I'm saying. Like you but said if she somebody's pastor
4: and... was getting down on me. I'm be like, hey, <laughs> you don't think that's a little immoral? <laughs> I don't
3: say that. Oh, no, not no, no. No. I'm like, not
4: just
0: saying posting
2: it is immoral. It's supposed to be for them, like they're having private time with each other. I mean, because if you think about it, I know, speaking for myself, I learned a lot of my little sexual proclivities in the church house, so, I mean, I can't really speak to the next, man. But you did? Church was in na- <laughs> Yeah, man. If you was in, uh, if you went to vacation Bible school, if you went to the, um, little trips, little conferences, youth conference, youth conference was
4: nasty as well, hell. Well, oh, my, we actually did what they told us to.
2: Oh, fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying what we did in Indianapolis. <laughs> you yeah, didn't have <laughs> <chaperones> <laughs> <and boy. laughs> We had them. But that's
1: what it is. They did
2: the same thing when they was kids. So, like, am, I, am I alone on this? Am I by myself? I
1: you, you're not alone. I remember uh, I was at this conference one time. They used to call it Congress down here in uh, Florida. And uh, it was funny because it was this girl. I'm not going to say her name. I went to school with her. And she had uh, some very big breasts. <laughs> so <laughs> we were going downstairs in the elevator. And this pastor, deacon, chaperone, like, he was a grown-ass fucking man. Mm-hmm. Um, we stopped, like, let's just say we was coming from the 10th floor, going down to the first floor. So we stopped on about 6 or whatever. Old girl was standing in the front. <clears throat> and uh, when the door opened... Dude, I guess saw them titties in my mind. At least he saw them titties, and he was like, "Oh Lord, have mercy!" And he like walking on now <laughs> Like he might have just been saying that, but in my mind, that's always why he said it. At least he was <laughs> still in character, though. Shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, kept, he kept it tight a little bit. Nah,
3: man. Nah, I used to go down on them church trips. Now, yeah, I, yeah. Let's go down. I stuck my toe in a girl's vagina. I uh, of them church trips. So, is that still considered fingering or is that towing? It's
0: towing. Yep, that uh-huh.
3: counts. Yeah, that's a long story, but we ain't we gonna have no three 3 hour podcast. But hold on, this is what Pastor Mark Lewis said. Now, this is at a funeral. Hold on. But I want to say to this <laughs> family, y'all got
0: some sexy women in y'all's family.
3: goes on for another two minutes.
1: Full of lusty. God Damn. Two minutes?
3: At a funeral. Like he's talking in front of the, <laughs> of the casket. That's the here's my thing.
2: Here's, here's my thing. He he do is his and, don't don't be laughing and
4: I'll be laughing
1: and being all lusty at my funeral, nigga. And <laughs> then be mad, yeah. I'll <laughs> hunt uh-huh, every dude. motherfucker in that bitch. Dude who I'm talking about name is Gino Jennings. <laughs> so
4: check my him whole him out, is, if, like, the whole thing is what if like the dead guy what if them was, like, his daughters or something? Like, do it matter who was in the casket and the relation to the family and the people he talked about? Of course it matters. All yeah, yeah, that man. shit matters. That's what makes
2: the shit so wrong. But I feel, I feel like Pastor Wilson empowering niggas, man. Like, <sighs> like, he stood by his shit. Like, he was like, yeah, I like I like to eat pussy, I like women's. So, he stood by his shit, Which so, is cool, because
4: it's not saying you can't do that, you can't like those things, but I think what we're missing is when you stand under that public image and that public title, then you have to take on the public responsibility. I feel like the same way as which we get on Donald Trump and not being the president-esque figure that we'd like him to Chill be out. and hold Chill out. that
0: Chill out. regard, the, don't I feel like we front. have to
4: hold that to these same positions. Now, like, granted, I'm not saying these people can't be you know, human, and they're, 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 you know, imperious to, you know, imperfection and sin. But what I'm saying is I think the, the biggest issue is if you're going to turn around and say that you're this, then you have to live by that, which means coming with that means understanding that there's some responsibilities by that. Saying that you're a pastor, understanding that there are people that are going to follow, you know, your, your word and your guidance. So understand that you have to live by a certain way because it affects the way how other people live. Granted, you can, you know, not to say you can't make mistakes. But it's like intentional errors. What's up with that? I, told I mean, we
3: already been we already been over them deacons, the that powerful <laughs> bishop in Nashville who was running trains with the deacons, but pastors running trains. But we ain't gonna get on that right now. But what's the question? Never mind. I was like, where um where Ryan going? Cause this
2: nigga been walking around like he in a rap video.
4: Oh, <laughs> well you know, uh Ryan's always doing Ryan like stuff. So
2: I don't know what that means.
4: <laughs> you would order all people, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm trying to. I had to catch this jet. Okay, for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, next, uh, we still want to talk about tank. It's on, man.
3: Woo! How you? We can.
2: All right, man. Okay. So. Oh. Uh Tank was on uh, <laughs> Tank was on Angela Yu's podcast a couple of weeks ago. And um uh, there's nothing that we missed obviously, but there are no other podcasts. Yeah, he was talking to her um at her house I guess. So they was talking about uh I guess they were talking about something around the effect that uh, basically saying a man could could suck a man's an, another man's dick twice. And doesn't make him necessarily gay. Like if he didn't like it, you know what I'm saying? Like you could, you can see if he likes it, and then confirm he doesn't like it. And, and, I don't you know, think that you know.
4: really works for us. I don't think that really. I don't think you get to go back. Now I'm I'm trying to be as you know optimistic and as sex positive as possible, but I don't really think you can go back. Can you go back? I don't think you can what, go what back.
3: What do you mean? Back. What do you mean by go back? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I think honestly. Once you try it, I think you're just... I don't know how the labels really go, because I'm not in the car, as Dave Chappelle would put it, but <laughs> I think you don't really go from, from B to S. Like, I, can you really... I think once you go B, you can go from G to B, but I don't think you can go from B to S. I think you just stay at B after that.
0: Do these letters mean something? Or yeah, I mean, wait. Did y'all uh, not see the Dave Chappelle's
4: special before I go on with this? Y'all don't
3: know about the car? Yeah, yeah I saw, I saw, it, I saw it. It. So you're okay. you saying you can't go from... Gay to bi, to straight.
4: You know, I think you uh, can go from. I th- I'm pretty sure you can go from bi to gay, but can you go from gay to bi to straight back again?
3: Hey man, so oh. this is what this is what like the resident young nigga shows his resident youngness, right? So, <laughs> so, so, sexuality see, is a spe- is see? a spectrum. You too. I'm not, nigga. I didn't get it out yet. So, sexuality is a spectrum, right? It's not black and white. It's shades of gray. That's what any psychologist will tell you, that nobody is 100% straight, nobody is 100% gay. You fall on this fucking spectrum. That's what psychologists will tell you, right? So, if... It's one of those things where niggas say, like, if I bake a cake one time, does that make me a baker? No, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? But say you go from 0 to ten, zero being as straight as you can, 10 being as gay as you possibly can be. Niggas are somewhere... You just fall somewhere. So, I'm not interested in sucking no dicks once, thrice. twice, or thrice. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the on the zero, right? But say you're, say Ryan, you're a three, right? And you're like, I don't know. You just like, uh, maybe I do like dick. And you go try dick out, and you don't like dick. So if, if you're not, this is what Tang was trying to say. If you're not in the act of liking having sex with niggas, trying, are you not, gay? I'm not always trying it
4: or something. Right, like, yeah. right, that's what I'm saying. Well, he making it seem like it's a membership card. Like, if you're not actively using your gay card, then you just automatically go well, back he's saying that, that if you tried this shit out and you didn't like it. Like, yeah. nigga, sweet potatoes. Nigga, I
3: don't know. I, 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 yeah. I,
0: I think, I think sweet the whole label sweet shit. Potatoes are
3: two different things, but I'm just saying, though, no, no. yeah. though. I'm just saying, if a nigga wants to suck a dick, clearly he's not on the zero end of right. the straight he's not
4: the okay, same. I, that, I was gonna say we can't just say yeah, I, yeah, you're somewhere in the middle with it. Now I don't know <laughs> where it puts you as far as on the, you know, the humpty Dumpty side of things, but I right.
1: Well, my thought process was this. I I think your sexuality is independent of the sex itself. And by that I mean Think back to when you was probably four or five years old, or whatever. You you knew you like men, or you like men, or whatever the case might be. So, from what I understand, Tank's comments were taken out of context. But either way it go, I use myself as an example. Okay, I was four or five years old. I realized I really like and I'm attracted to women. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's independent of having sex with the one So. If you're sucking a couple of dicks, you're not trying to find out if you're gay or not. I think you've already determined that part. Now you're just trying to figure out do you like sucking dick or not. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's like one don't really have nothing to do with the other. So, but that's easy for you
3: to say because you are on one side of the spectrum. Say you grew up at four or five and you're
1: like, uh, I don't know what I like. But then you'll still be bi because you, you still have that attraction to men.
0: Yeah, you yeah. had to get to that if, point. If, if, you, if, you probably, if you have the idea in your head that you want to suck dick and you've never sucked dick before in your life, you're... You probably are gay. You still get it. doesn't but no, matter. But
3: say, say you suck that dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Latin, oh, <laughs> so you suck Relax. that dick and you did and you did like it and you never have the urge... So
0: that's the thing. So so at that so, point,
3: so, so, at so at that suck point, yeah, sucking dick is such a, a, a big thing.
4: Go, I wanna
3: talk let's about say, let that's not that's not even Wait. say sucking dick. Say 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 it's kiss a nigga, right? So because <laughs> so, sucking dick is an extreme, right?
1: But yeah. even still, with that, you know you're that's attracted to niggas at that miss. point.
4: I
3: think I want to kiss him.
1: Like, man, then, come on, and man! You sucking dick is way further along the scale than kissing. So you you can't, you can't just, but like, but
0: another thing is a lot of this goes back to what is acceptable in society. Like we've had hundreds of years ago, like in Greece and shit, like it wasn't nothing to like kiss a nigga or go to the fucking, the brothel with the prostitutes and just get a nigga and be like, well, fuck it. I I, I fucked with a nigga.
4: Right.
0: And then now a woman
4: can go back and forth. Right. So,
0: so then you get into the fact where niggas, it's not about sexuality. It's about you don't want to be labeled as something. So you get Tank, like you get a nigga like tank, right? Tank's like, oh, well, if you, if you suck one dick and you don't like it, you're not gay. Right. But if you, if you do two, you, you know, you might be gay. And then another 10, 15 years, you get another nigga that says, oh, it might be four dicks. You know what I'm saying? And then you get to a point where Two dicks is normalized. Three dicks is normalized. So then you got a lot more niggas out here. Oh, it's okay to suck dick. My nigga, he's all right. He's not gay. He only suck two dicks. It depends on what society is. what is acceptable to society. Like Five Stacks was saying earlier, a lot of this shit doesn't have anything to do with society. If in your head you want to suck a dick, you like sucking dick and you're attracted to niggas. That's just what it is. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But what we're discussing right now is what is acceptable and not acceptable from a label standpoint. Are you gay or are you not? Are you by? And really, that has nothing to do with you as an individual. That has to, that has more to do with uh, society than it has to do with you.
3: And see, and that's why it's acceptable for women to experiment because a woman can eat a little pussy, have a little threesome, and nobody even call her by or gay or looked at. And that's because that it's, I mean, um, it's been a male-driven society, yeah. And that's what we have deemed as okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if if a chick does it, it's like, oh, nigga, that's sexy. That's cool. But two niggas kissing is like, blah, that's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. And that's just because of the way societal norms have done. And that's just because we are in a, uh, you know, male chauvinistic society.
0: If you would have told a nigga you ate an ass back in 93, and you would have told your niggas that, you would have been the nastiest nigga on earth. Right.
3: Niggas wouldn't eat, like I said, niggas wouldn't even eat pussy back. I mean, niggas had to sneak to eat pussy. Right. To Lil Wayne. Became the pussy monster. Then every little nigga want right. to eat pussy. So then I a motherfucking song was... said, Eat ass like groceries, and the nigga co signed on that shit. <laughs> and so now all you just.
1: Niggas is eating ass.
3: Uh, exactly. And now you never know. It's, it's about what society says is okay. Like, like them jeans like Ryan likes to wear with his ankle showing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dog. <laughs> that would be looked at as feminine back in the day, but like. <laughs> That's part of the course now. It's just about societal societal norms. Like like
0: shimmy, yeah, right?
4: nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> to pick on you, nigga. That's <laughs> why you here. But I mean, it's just societal norms, man. But at the end of the day, man, however many dicks you want to suck? It's between you and the nigga whose dick you sucking, male or female. It don't make me none. You know what I'm saying? We all straight niggas talking about what other niggas do so
0: but to me it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight i mean it would be a horrible thing because like i said one day you gonna die and i would hate for somebody who wants to suck dick to wait until they 47 to suck a dick and then they love it and they're like damn i wasted 47 years of my life by not sucking a dick that's just (laughs) that's a tragedy to me because you didn't do what you wanted to do for half your motherfucking life that's that's a tragedy with gay straight by whatever And that's the
3: crazy thing is, and that's why I feel like women get uh, more sexual as they get older because they really just stop giving a fuck and just be like, well, fuck it. I I don't care what anybody has to say about me. I'm going to let this nigga stick his thumb in my hole because I like the way it feels. I don't care if he feels a certain way about it or not. Or, you know what I'm saying? I want the nigga to spit in my mouth or whatever y'all doing nowadays. You... 30 to 40-some-year-old ladies. Hey boy.
0: hey, boy. Niggas, too. Hey, boy, you hit that curve, boy. You hit that You hit that. I'm, I'm grown-as-fuck curve? Hey, man. Motherfuckers don't be on that uh, On that regular shit no more. We Next talked about that an episode Next or two ago, you know. didn't we?
1: Yep. Next thing you know, you're preaching and eating pussy on camera. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: right. That's
2: well, that's a good question for Ryan, though. So, um, have you, have that you flipped that, that switch yet? Ryan. As far as which one? Which switch? <laughs> have, you, have you flipped that the young nigga switch off. Were you scared to do nasty shit yet, or you still so on that?
4: Actually, man, I haven't revealed my identity, so it's good. So I got this this young Tenderoni, and she is very experienced. She's trying to get me to kind of open up and do more stuff or whatever. She's exposed like, what?
0: like, like what? Like what? Yeah, you can't just drop that.
4: I um, anal um. Was How the old is she? For that?
0: Huh? She, yeah, she's younger than you.
4: She, nah, she's twenty five. She my age. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, but she's you, just He's a bad lot bad. I mean, because <laughs> I'm I'm a traditional old school nigga. It's, you know, dick, you know i You know I, <laughs> what? To you, <laughs> oh, Whoa, Hold on, man.
2: Hold on Hold on, baby <laughs> That <laughs> yeah, nigga. <laughs> you
4: know, like, a <laughs> traditional old-school nigga. You know. Because, you know, this whole eat ass and all that, it's so new. And Chicago niggas don't, northern niggas not really in that. we only, like, kissing bitches. So this is all a lot for us. So I'm, it be baby steps, man. It be baby steps. But, I mean, I'm getting pressure to open up because my generation of girls is definitely getting to that point where they're trying to see what all they can do and stuff. I'm definitely getting pressured to, to add more tricks to the bag. Wait, wait hold, let me, yeah. let me, let me get a them, detail. You know.
0: She wants you to eat her ass or she wants you to put it in her ass? What's the, what's the request? We, we put it in her ass. Don't get nervous, man. <laughs> no. yeah, hey,
4: keep he it, said, it together. Keep
1: you know, it together. He said, "Ain't, ain't on. No, so oh, okay. That. Yeah, right. we
4: knocked that out. But I don't know what else she'd be having. She'd be having toys and handcuffs and... You got to hear some of the questions she asked. Oh, that now, sounds like,
0: like you got a real good situation going on, brother. I'll right. let you know that. I
4: got to, I have to like, I gotta use safe words and gotta. hey, I'm not really comfortable with that yet. You know, she asked a lot of questions, though. So she asked me about the gooch and stuff and going below that. And I was like, I appreciate you asking. Don't go below that, though. I'm not really one of them type of niggas. And she was like, cool, good to know. I appreciate it to ask. Because most of the time, you don't really get to ask. Somebody just try you.
1: Oh,
0: ask, You better pronounce that K, nigga.
1: The ask. Oh, there we go. Ask.
4: ask. Okay. The ask. What? Right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we are starting to get tempted, but I think if you're performing well, which I've been blessed enough to where I don't get that many complaints, if any, the box stays empty. The only get, uh, I've only been asked like, "Hey, are you okay with that?" And I was like. It was more of a shocker because you'd be like, I haven't, I haven't
3: done You can't use a
0: shocker. Right. You can't use a shocker term either.
4: You're right. You know what the shocker is? No. Oh, you mean like, please tease
3: the shocker? <laughs> please tease the
0: shocker. <laughs> it's funny how that Two shit. in the face, one in
4: the snake. The
3: shocker. Yeah, yeah. I'm going so all, all right.
0: You, <laughs> hey, but, yeah,
4: so I, I'm more so the one that's like, hold my hand when you do it. You know, let's let's go slow with this. I've never at least he tried, yeah, man. Was, right. At least your uh, girl done it. But dude. I still have yeah, a man. line. I told, her, I was like, "Yo, I'm not with no anal shit. So anything with my ass, throw it out the window. Not doing that." <laughs> I'm so
0: yeah, drop a disclaimer <laughs> I mean, she, right quick. At the, yeah, at the,
4: she at she I told, like, "Look, I thought that's what she was holding your hand for." <laughs> <I'm 98%> <laughs> <with>. <laughs> like, my shit, shit.
1: What you holding hands for?
4: I more of a matter. For metaphor, like, go slow with me. Like, you gotcha. <laughs> no, I like you, you like old school
1: traditional. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come
4: hey. on, well, Chef, grab this boat, nigga. Whoa, whoa. So, yeah, chef, man. So, Chef, I heard somebody so, ran into you, and they know who I was. What? I, I heard. The, uh, oh, man!
1: The y- I talk, talk about that now. I ain't oh, right, dog. Right. Nigga, now we he, live. He want to chit chat in the all middle right. of the fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. I do need
2: to touch
4: bases on that with you, though. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Anyway, so it was a shorty. It was a shorty, just for the audience.
0: He's still yeah. going. He's still going. Though. We get it, man. You like, hey
4: man. I know, but I had to clear You that like out. girls, man. We know you like girls. We got it. Yeah, man.
2: it's all good. Yes.
1: Um,
2: anyway, so another question, <laughs> for you resident young nigga. Um, do young women um, take baths on the regular? Do they they wash their ass, shower on the so daily? Did y'all
4: hear? Did y'all hear that shit about summer too? Y'all heard that too?
2: That's what we. That's what this is called a segue.
4: Okay, 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 so yeah, I had, a, I had a discussion, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I had a discussion with my, with my female circle, yes, they do take baths, she is actually nasty, I heard with them young, them uh, them uh city girls didn't drink water too, so I don't know what's up with this generation of girls, but I need them to cut it out, I heard she had like a whole bucket or something like that, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that comes from people not forcing their kids to take baths and letting them get in the shower more. And I think that's just a, a generational thing, where these kids not realizing what they need to do to keep their hygiene together. I think we living too fast. People not even taking enough time to wash their ass correctly. They're spraying all this shit and just walking out the house. I bet you she smell like everything except for soap and water. <laughs> so give us some give us some backstory, Chef.
2: Yeah, so basically we're saying um, Summer Walker had a, a, a viral video.
4: She's a singer.
2: Sorry, she's a singer. I know we all don't. I don't listen to her for real, but I know she's a singer. Oh, no, that uh, album go crazy, boy. I'm too old for it. But she, um, I guess she had on her Instagram where she was showing her wash bucket. Uh, it was a bowl full of of facial wash and baby. and body gels, baby oil baby. gels, and uh, and foams and things of that nature. But it wasn't like soap and water. You know what I'm saying? No, does. So people went in, um, basically, like, you don't wash your ass. You just take whole baths, or whatever. And um, I guess that was really the the crux of it. I think she returned and said, you know, I, and I think she said something to the effect, I don't like showers. But she were, she were rebutted saying she takes baths, she prefers baths, and she does wash her ass and got oh, kind of obviously. upset with people. But I feel like I don't oh. believe it with these young girls because some of them be looking a little... Maybe look niggas
3: be looking dirty now. Young niggas be looking like they don't wash their hair. I can't. Yeah. So, so first, uh, Summer Walker' her album is uh, a very good album, but she definitely makes music for angry baby mamas mm-hmm. or mm. women who stay in bad relationships uh, mm. with niggas who do them wrong and don't know like they stay in bad relations too long. Relationships too long. Like mm-hmm. she's she's definitely a toxic uh woman. She mm-hmm. makes toxic woman songs. That should be good though. Um yeah, it's the end of that type of thing. Um I don't like that type of shit. But yeah, she um it's 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 a couple of uh I guess these singers who are just not into like hygiene real good. Like why would you post a wash bucket? Like that's just nasty. And and she put yeah sometimes I take whole baths if I don't have enough time, like you don't have no job.
0: You just sing, like you stay
3: in hotels with showers all the but, time. But
0: I'll defend a the whole bath. There's a time and a place for a whole bath, but to, yeah, like when to, you're really in a rush, or right? But or to the point where you, you have a bucket, when you have a bucket, when you have designated products you're and devices, that. every bath, yeah, a yeah. At that point, it's a thing. Like you, it's a part of your routine, and then that's that's when I have an issue.
2: With. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I so when, wait, so when's the the proper time for a whole bath. I figure like a whole bath is like when you about to do some whole shit, but outside of that, when else like like you about to fuck? Or you just yeah, finish so doing some whole shit before okay. or after a whole shit. Yeah. yeah, so outside of that, when else would it be appropriate?
0: Um. I mean, anytime you're like it's in a funny. rush, like let's say yeah. you about to go get on the fucking airplane and you about to be on the plane all fucking day and you're not dirty or nothing like that. You might have taken a shower the night before, but I just yeah. want to freshen the fuck up before as I know I'm about to be on a plane all fucking day. Oh,
4: bro, you just drove down to Tallahassee. You're going to pull up to the park. You ain't got enough time to get in a full shower. You just got to change and go. Right. What do you
0: do? Okay. Right. Especially in the, the, the hot-ass fucking south, you might not have time in the midday. You've taken your shower for the day. You're clean. That's what I'm
3: saying. It's not yeah. a... Right, but it's not a substitute.
0: At all. No, yeah, correct. No, it's correct. A, Right, right.
3: It's,
4: a, it's a freshening up Yeah, because technically tool. the Hobabs is supposed to be the hot spot. I, I think that was, who was that, Lavelle Crawford just said it's like, you hit the hot spot, one, two. <laughs> Lavelle, Freddie. <laughs> 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 what,
3: what, 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 Lavelle, Lavelle Crawford, you said Lavelle
4: Crawford said what? What, I think he, he was the one that cracked the joke about hitting the hot spots, the the armpits and, and your genitals and then, you know, yeah,
3: your, the your, your pits and your slits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
4: That's yeah, what you know. But you ain't but, supposed to have to cover everything.
3: But the thing is, like, even with baths, though, man, you just can't just, like, you gotta take a shower after your bath or before your bath, because if not, you just nigga soup. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just sat in dirt.
3: <laughs> right, you just swallowed. Like a film that be number one. <laughs> Ugh. Wow. I did So just take, talking about going back to taking baths all the time. Did y'all used to put dishwashing liquid as, to make bubbles? No. yep, mm. I did not.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, you had
3: real bubble bath? You a yeah. No. yeah, Mr.
0: Bubble, nigga? You just had water. Hmm. Oh. Oh.
3: Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy or sad. <laughs> I it the <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> just oh, water. Nigga, we just had water. Get
1: nigga some the fucking water.
0: Soap yeah. that rag or get your ass in and get your ass out, nigga. <laughs> You didn't play with all them fucking bubbles for. That's your problem, that, now. You didn't you fucking play. We had
3: Dial soap growing up, nigga. God damn, <laughs> that's it. Water and Dial. So yeah, no, Superwalk no, no no, no, no
0: toothpaste. Oh. Just stick your toothbrush in the uh, in the Arm and Hammer box.
3: <laughs> but my thing is like the fact that you no, what? like,
0: huh?
3: Oh yeah, I did that before. Yeah, like Yeah, soda. Yeah, yeah
0: like Too Faced was a luxury like you bitch dip your fucking toothbrush in that wait but didn't you dip your fucking toothbrush in that yes alright
3: oh yeah nobody ever pour a bacon soda on their toothbrush you <laughs> just dip you it in the box. <laughs> oh
1: man, <laughs> man. alright cool nigga Sorry. breasts feel like the refrigerator On the go. Oh, I have one
2: more question in regards to this to, um, to, um, to Ryan about. So how many young girls do you know that don't shave their armpits?
4: Usually the naturalist ones. You don't find that out until it's too late.
2: But how many have you encountered? I feel like that's made a comeback from like 1978.
4: Probably like a good 10%. That's a
2: that's lot. Bad, that's yeah.
4: That's way too. 10%. We, we talking <laughs> at least 40 to 50 girls, so yeah, about 10%.
0: And we talking a full like like a ponytail or is just just like just some some hair. Any hair
3: listen, any hair under an armpit looks it's like too a fucking and...
4: you know, once they started discovering it was like iron and shit and it's deodorant, they leading to cancer, it just gave them the ammo to be like, you know you're not supposed to use it. And you know you're not supposed to shower more than once, you know, every other day and all that shit. Oh but these young girls are nasty. Girl's weird, boy. I like a girl that smell yeah. sweet. Yeah. I, I just need olive oil, baby. Smell like olive oil for me. That's all.
0: Nigga, yeah, that's nasty too. That's from olive oil, I love.
4: Girls smell
0: like good hair. Bitch <laughs> smell like spaghetti. Right. Cooking olive oil. I mean, like olive oil in your hair,
4: like that. You know. Is that, that know, from? Is
0: that, that from a different same type, same type of olive? Olive oil, shit. They got
1: fragrance in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Oh. So you the girls that use real olive oil though. So I really don't smell like olive oil.
0: Okay, he like the fragrance. He don't like olive oil. That's not how olive oil smells, Freddie. Right. Oh, well, that's
1: why I'm
0: Ryan, so. Not that olive oil. The olive oil that, that, that smells good. That ain't olive oil, Freddy. Just want to let you know.
4: Yeah. That's what y'all here for, man. Y'all been so. here. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all
0: been here for a minute. <laughs>
2: y'all
4: been here.
2: been here, man. All right, so next on the doc is um, the NCAA it. is now allowing players to get paid for their likeness, allegedly. So when I read through this. They had a little bit of fine print in there. I don't know if y'all noticed it. Give us all the details. So, so there was an article um, that went through the like the actual um, rules that were stated. So it was around they, they could have, they will get paid for their likeness in accordance with current collegiate rules. The current collegiate rules say that they don't get paid for their likeness. So that was one thing. And then the other piece was, um, something to the effect that this is, like, uh, like it's up to each individual university to decide if they could do it around that. Something around <clears> that. <throat> that. So there are a few stipulations in there that made the shit seem hella shady.
4: <laughs> so they just put one- the lock off the gate, but didn't actually open the gate?
2: Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a stall tactic. So, I mean, last week, um, Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, was saying that they're going to enact the same law that they did in California. Understand that football is the highest grossing sport in collegiate athletics and understanding that the most of the talent um, In terms of football players come from the state of California and the state of Florida I feel like it was like a a stall tactic to to not fuck up the money because ultimately those players that are coming from Florida Will stay in Florida those players from California will stay in California And it will affect the bottom line for all these larger universities throughout the country Now that's just my guess but um, I don't think it's on the up and up. Basically, I mean, did y'all see anything or had any? I mean, one
1: one dude is already out there saying he's gonna introduce legislation to make sure that they pay taxes, like treat the scholarships as income, and all of that stuff. It's um, they're gonna have to put a ton of thought into doing it properly because the whole issue has always kind of been, you know, is the quarterback at fucking what's the power? I ain't even say a powerhouse, but just a known school. The quarterback at Notre Dame is not going to get the same as the fucking left guard at FAMU. So, how do you work all that out? You know, so, I would just say give a flat number across the board. (coughs) The NCAA itself has a pool of dollars that it probably gets from all kind of TV revenue and all that that I think will easily cover that cost maybe. Five grand a semester or something. I'm just throwing something out. I haven't crushed any numbers, but, um, do that and then it's going to be across the board and then for situations with like jersey sales and that kind of stuff then i guess you just if somebody buys your jersey then you're going to cut off of that but the other part of this equation that hasn't really been discussed yet is how it kind of shifts things as it relates to going pro because i used tim tebow as a bad example because he did go first round but tim tebow was a much better college player than he could have ever dreamed of being in the nfl so now instead of leaving going in early to the draft to try to get drafted i mean i pretty around. much know yeah this is the end of the road for me so i'm gonna stick around and then so i think you'll see you know I don't know the numbers, but you'll see more people sticking around. They probably would have left in earlier years trying to make a few dollars. Like, but
4: that's what the colleges wanted because recently the universities had came to the league, especially like NFL and NBA, and they, were saying they don't want these one and players because the problem is although you get one year, you know, as far as the revenue and the sales that you get, you gave him a scholarship in which you paid out for it. So the thing is, they're not giving their money worth on these scholarships and all that that they're giving out. and They're losing that one year worth in that scholarship. Now, granted, I feel like you get it back in the revenue, but they're saying if they are giving out all these scholarships to these players that they're losing. And, they're, 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 and that it, that's their issue, per se. So they don't want these one year players. Yeah.
0: I mean that makes sense though. But I mean I don't think that's I don't think that's gonna change I don't think that's gonna change, right? So I mean, unless colleges are gonna start paying the same amount of money as the league, I don't see a situation unless you're a athlete that's not gonna go pro, I don't see a situation where you're still gonna say, I'm gonna stay here for X amount of more years and delay my money. Especially in football where health is such a big factor, uh, where I'm just gonna stay in college and put my body on the line before going to the NFL, uh, and making more money. Go well, back to the. I think it, <clears throat> it
4: go ahead. provides the opportunity. My bad. Go ahead.
0: No, you see, Go ahead. What you said?
4: I was going to say, I think it more so provides the opportunity because now, in that same situation, everybody knows they're not going first round. Somebody's got to go second. Somebody's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. But now, as an option, as far as you sitting here on a team for three years or trying to decide what you're going to do after the first year, your dreams get crushed, you can now stay on this team for four years knowing you at least got some type of income going right so now it's like they get their money on this player is now willing to stay so because it's not even about the opportunity (coughs) to leave it's just either you're going to stay for free or you're going to stay to get paid which one are you more likely to do
0: so i mean that goes into the question right so how much are you going to pay student athletes so if you're drafted in the fifth or sixth round what's the rookie minimum for nfl like two hundred fifty thousand, something like that so are yeah. we are we going to pay the NCAA collegiate athletes a quarter million dollars a year to play college sports? You can't so do yeah, that. It
4: can't be a <clears throat> set number cuz everybody can't afford that. No, not,
0: saying, no no that that's what I'm saying. So, so, so like even nice still, than. so even still, the only the only people that that would apply to in that situation are people who are not going to be drafted at all. But if I have a potential to get drafted and you you apply to that as soon as you're eligible, what round am I going to be drafted in? and somebody tells me I'm going to be drafted in any round of the fucking draft, I know that's a quarter million dollars a year. That's more than what I'm making in the NCAA. Why would I stay in the NCAA? (laughs) Because you
1: would be guaranteed the NCAA money. Even if that shit was five or ten grand, I know I'm raw as fucking. I'm starting running back at Arkansas. I'm not guaranteed to be shit in the (laughs) NFL. So I might not make it out of training camp.
0: So I, Lord, I mean, this may not but 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 rookie salaries, out. rookie salaries are guaranteed in the NFL.
4: Yeah, but what if what if, <clears> but the it, if the you court, get cut though, right? You know, you can't go first round because it's somebody else that's cold. But if you come next year, you know you got it because ain't nobody in the next year class that that can hold a candle next to you.
0: But they they have that same situation now. But the the way that injuries work, nobody wants to stick around unless you know unless you know that. Me staying another year, like if you were like a Brandon Whedon or some shit, and you just knew I need another year to get more tape, most people don't stick around because they know I'm a knee injury away from not getting shit. But aren't these players
2: getting paid for their likeness? So this it is outside the, the, the bounds of the university. Isn't this like if, I, if I'm like a local student at, at FSU and the local Ford dealership wants me to be in a commercial? I get money from for being in that commercial. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, so gonna be a lot of different things.
0: To it's gonna be a lot of different things. So our so as a college athlete, are you going to be allowed to get an agent? How are you going to collectively bar? How are you going to collectively bargain that? So when you have two K that comes in and says, "I want to create NCAA Football 2022, who the fuck do they go to to put the names to negotiate the contract? Do they go to NCAA Football and then NCAA Football just cuts the checks? At that they point, you union, can't put that in a scholarship.
4: They have an NCAA representative. that represents all players or something.
0: And Ugh. but the thing about it is, so that's a union, right? How right. the fuck? Yeah. How the fuck is NCAA going to collectively bargain on my behalf, and I didn't vote them in as my representative? And I from about to it. And five right. stats are talking about the taxing part. How are you going to do that? Are you going to split yeah, the checks up? Taxing. And yeah. my school costs twenty thousand dollars a year to go to. What are you going to do? Give me a one hundred and fifty thousand dollars scholarship a year? Uncle Sam's not going to go for that.
4: That means this is only going to apply to a few. I think that's what they mean by likeness. If the school, because the school's only going to use maybe four or five different jerseys, they're not going to use the whole team.
0: No, that that's NCAA or two K. They're going to want everybody that's on their bitch because that's who's going to sell the money. I'm going yeah, to buy NCAA. I'm going to buy NCAA because my cousin who went to fucking Arkansas Pine Bluff is on that bitch, and I want to see his name on the video game.
4: Maybe it's like a royalty thing then, and it's nothing more than just like you get. every time a sale is, so you get a portion of that now. I think that would be the the easiest way to do it, to keep the stipulations as low as possible. It's a royalty. That's the simplest way to do it, unless you come up with another reason why
0: royalty won't work. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I'm interested to see how this whole shit is going to work. I mean, this is, I think it's good for the players that they're going to get their money, but this shit is going to be so complex, not just for football, not just for basketball, but like, bitch, I'm on the volleyball team. Where am I at? Like yeah. In, in, yeah, in, I'm on the tennis team. Yeah, shit. I mean, on the, in the Mid Atlantic, lacrosse is fucking huge. Bitch, why my check?
1: Right. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Like, where where does it go? And then again, you got the glamorous positions. Like, are you gonna pay the quarterback and the third string right guard the same shit? Right. Like, it, I mean. Right. There's a lot of layers to this, and uh, I don't know. Good luck. Like I say, I think the stipend is the um easiest way to do it give everybody 5 grand a semester cuz i think what the issue has been and i could be wrong cuz i didn't go on a college athletic scholarship but i think like they cover you know your food uh i mean your uh tuition room and board but the issue was that if you had a gap outside of that um NCAA rules prohibit you from like holding down a job or whatever so I think that's where the gap was coming in at and what caused the issue from the beginning. So I think as long as, um, you know, it could be a, just a stipend and that'll be good enough. And then, like you say, whatever royalties from video game jerseys, whatever, then everybody would generally be equal. It's always going to be a spike. <clears throat> Some dude from Alabama is always going to make the most because they're going to sell the most jerseys or whatever. But, I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. But, I mean, shit, also now this might open up the door because instead of being the fucking third-string running back in Alabama, now you might go to fucking Morgan State or something and ball the fuck out, and you can sell a gang of jerseys at that bitch and get money. So It's going to shift the balance of power somehow. Uh,
0: Absolutely. Alabama's going to be hurting. Alabama is not going to be Alabama anymore. Like, I can see schools, if anybody can pay any athlete on any team, like the University of Michigan, the Stanfords, like, hell, even the University of fucking Maryland, those fucking schools, if anybody can pay anybody, the schools in Texas with the booster organizations, the billionaires that came from those schools, Alabama, I mean, it's a great school. It's a It's one of the greatest uh, football programs in the history of college sports, but they don't got the boosters. They don't have like Nike fucking sponsoring. Oregon will fucking go dumb. Stanford is going to go dumb. University of Michigan has multiple billionaires that came from there. I mean, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be more so the have and have nots, more so than what it currently is now. Shit, University of Chicago charging a hundred thousand dollars a year. So, uh, hell, they might have a fucking team. <laughs> the
2: hell, they don't have, they don't have any sort of sports. So that shit's crazy. But that's probably why they charge so much. <laughs> ain't nobody going <laughs> up for sports. But you, know, you gotta take my word for it. But you don't have to take my word for it.
0: Before we get into the, with all due respects, we want to thank our new listeners and our current subscribers for rocking with us this far in the podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to give us five stars or drop a like. Go find your strength in love. Go ahead, Ryan.
4: With all due respect, we as the people. We got to make sure that one, we, you know, we, we helping each other as far as getting positions, but two, that we doing what we supposed to as far as in my generation or just, you know, in the opposite getting help in these positions. I say that because I'm really tired of, of, of working with, you know, different minorities and only being a certain of my race because it's very hard when I feel like the other race naturally feels like they're infer- that I'm inferior to them, and it, it you know, responds. That's crazy. Me. No, no, no. So I got a co-worker, and I feel like she talks to me in a certain way because I feel like she's used to talking to black people that way. And That's crazy. I feel like if I had more black people to work with, then things would be different. And I would just like to see a lot more people in my color Work when I where I work, as far as in my at my level, as high as I'm getting, because then it'll be a lot easier. I feel like it's kind of sucks. Uh, it sucks being that I always have to work around or just step around another, you know, a, a, a tiptoe around someone else or something like that. I would like to kind of just work with my own, and, and you know, or just not even work with my own. I take that back. I would kind of work with a space to have more. Of my people in it, and I would feel a little bit more secure at work and just a little bit more comfortable at work.
1: And that's with
4: all due respect.
1: With all due respect, um, this was probably last week or week before. Anyway, I watched the uh, video interview of Gucci Mane uh, when he was being interviewed by Charlemagne. And so it was pretty interesting because. I've always, like, listened to his music and, you know, most of it was uh, of the trap genre or shit, really, all of it. But, um, <clears throat> like, listening to the interview, you can tell that he's, like, reached a certain level of maturity or whatever. But anyway, I said I'll let it say, there was one line in there that stood out to me and he said, you gotta have more in your toolbox than aggression. And so, things don't go people's way a lot of time because really that's all they have in their toolbox is aggression and that shit ain't always going to work. Sometimes it'll work temporarily but for the most part especially if it's somebody that you deal with repeatedly and you know that's what it is, you can beat them at their own game and um, not only can you beat them at their own game you can just basically kill them with kindness and nobody will ever admit that you killed them with kindness but That shit really works. And eventually, you know, people are going to have to, like, straighten up and fly right. But all that, like, over the top, like, just you're going to bully the shit out of people to get what you want. Like, that shit doesn't work for real. It really don't even work the first time. A lot of times people just don't really feel like being fucked up with you, so they let shit slide. But um, definitely keep that in mind. That was, I think that was a a good gem. You got to have more in your toolbox than aggression
0: with all due respect um with all due respect um kind of ironically i posted about it on facebook but there's a um there's a great documentary out right now called the great hack it's been out for a couple of months it's um it's on netflix it's about essentially um it centers around uh brexit as well as the um what is it the 2000 or whatever the hell that was election when trump got elected but basically it's a documentary about how our data was stolen not stolen but just essentially used without our without our knowledge and the technology behind it and the methodology behind it to target um people in our community people in other communities to essentially skew an election the way that they wanted it to go and on the surface yeah it it, it's going to rile up liberals of course because i mean we lost that election that's one thing but it's a great documentary for both sides because at the end of the day you get to see like a new wave of technology like data science and uh big data and data mining and you can see how it can be weaponized um a lot it parallels a lot of the different activities that actually are done in uh psyops that are done overseas against other civilizations uh you know to overthrow dictators and change the minds of different civilizations you know things that we would do to our enemies that was actually done uh against our own population it's a great documentary if anything just to give you an idea of how facebook and google make their money you know i mean facebook is a huge service we get we consume it a lot we certainly do for the podcast you know you get ads from us all of this good stuff but you get to see what all of those free services or low cost services, what it goes into. Like what happens when you provide all of your data? What type of information is your cell phone sending? Uh, what is Facebook doing with that data? What are other third parties doing with that data? You know, what's the what's the thought process behind it? How many billions and trillions of dollars is that being being sold for? So I mean your made meta, it your metadata, everything that you are and everything that you do every time you turn on your phone is being sent out and it's being sent to somebody and they're using that to either change your mind. I mean, a lot of the opinions that you have may not even be your opinions because you've seen all these ads. These ads don't just come out of nowhere, right? You didn't just see an article on Facebook on accident, you know, and you think that's the truth because, oh, there must be hundreds of articles. No, there's a profile on you based on your personality and kind of the things that you like and your political political views, and that's why that article was there to support you. And it may be complete bullshit, and that's a lot of what happened during... The election that's a lot of what happened during brexit and got us to these outcomes we never thought would happen nobody would ever thought somebody like trump would be elected nobody ever thought that the the um, the united kingdom would get out of the eu just off the strength like the e, i mean everybody knows the euro was kicking ass for a little bit so why would they try to get out of that you know what i'm saying so a lot of those things that nobody ever thought would happen did actually happen and this kind of goes into why it happened and how um, how it happened and the tech behind it. So highly recommend it. The Great Hack. Um, there's a lot of other stuff about Cambridge Analytica. And there's some other companies as well on YouTube. Highly recommend you go check it out so you learn how to be a responsible uh, social media uh, consumer out there in the wild. With all due respect.
3: With all due respect, it's starting to get cold. Um, but... Y'all need to keep y'all's hot boy, hot girl energy throughout the winter. Uh, This is when people kind of stop going to the gym because it's cold. Uh, Halloween is coming up, so you're going to have a whole bunch of fucking mini Snickers and Kit Kats and fucking Butterfingers. And after that, you're going to have fucking uh, Thanksgiving, getting loose. Then you're going to have fucking Christmas. That's even more food. Um, So, I mean, try to keep it up. Try to run through the tape, as they say, and track. Um, If you've been working out, try to keep it up. Maybe not as frequent, but just don't, you know, let your body go. Don't fuck around and stop shaving your legs. If you've been shaving your legs, I mean, if you were a nigga that likes hairy legs and hairy armpits, uh, so be it. But, uh, you know, cuffing season is right around the corner. So if you're single, uh, you know, don't start putting on big bloomer-ass draws under your tights and that nigga see them panty lines. Let's, you know, keep it together like you had in uh, July and August. You got, you worked out for homecoming, you know what I'm saying? Just, just keep that same energy all the way through uh, the winter months with all due respect.
2: With all due respect to all my white friends, Don't do anything stupid on Halloween. You need to go back to your job on Friday, with all due respect.